Yes, folks, it's Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific. I'm Fred McMurray, which means if you've been paying attention over the last three years, this must be... Hello, folks. I'm here with my co-host, the disappearing uh, Kristen and the snowbound Ray with our three guests on today's special women in franchising episode. How are we doing, folks? Say something, Kristen. I'm doing good here. I heard a little bit of snow in the background. Not the kind that Ray likes, but... (laughs) It's been snowing all day here in beautiful Aurora with the sun peeking in and out of the clouds. It's a... a, it was 37 a little while ago, but right now it's it's 29. So it's it's nice, beautiful weather. Yeah, I've been sitting at my desk with the sun peering in and my feet on a heater all day with slippers <laughs> on and a wool cap. So Ray and I live in virtually the same place. We have very different outlooks on the weather during this yes. season. Yes. But either way, we're happy to be here. I'm bringing you a great show today. It's our annual Women in Franchising episode, Women in Franchising 2021. And I have something on my head, but I don't know what it is. So you all can see it better than no. I can. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. The forecast is snowy for the next six months. <laughs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, no. And I'd like I get- I found that graphic just for you and Ray. Something told me you did. And I think you probably spent quite a bit of time finding it just for me. Well, no, more for Ray. This one I found for you, though. Oh, I missed it. I lost it. So here we go. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Thank you. I like kitchen knives. <laughs> I figured, I figured this, wait, time out. I figured that was appropriate for this show. Because a knife is a woman's more likely to use a knife than any other weapon, at least I think. I don't know. Go ahead, Ray. Hmm, I'll think about that and get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> what does he mean? What does she mean by get get what back? Here's the knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your I'm back. Two, I'm two thousand miles away. It's all good. Ooh. Okay. So you're gonna ask, Ray. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, last Friday, the 12th, I was on a show called Hire Yourself. Did you record that? No, I did not. I'm sure they got it recorded, though. So um, we'll get a hold of them and get selective clips of it that we can play and have fun with. This is about 20 minutes, I think. It was a quick uh, uh, audio interview. Oh, you mean like back in our first year? Yeah, like yeah, like what we used to do. Yeah, and then then we went crazy. <laughs> but you know, you you said if you've been listening for the past three years, has it been three years? Yeah, it was three years. Uh, the second, actually, wow. it was our third year show wow. was so we started on two two eighteen, so two two twenty one was technically the three year anniversary. But I, if I remember right, it was actually the third. 
third true third anniversary of the show would have been uh two four uh twenty one this year. So yep, three wow. years. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> or is it anniversary? Uh, anniversary? So congrats. Uh, yesterday was uh, my my new wife's birthday, Daisy. And uh tomorrow is Martha, my Martha, my past wife, who passed away. Uh, tomorrow's her birthday, so oh. lots of birthdays <laughs> in February. Yeah, well, no wonder you're so happy with the snow. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something to celebrate. Yes, you are so positive, Ray. Well, let's get on. I love your optimism. He yeah. is right. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe it comes yeah. with age. It does. It does. All these, I, I, all these birthdays. Positive now. <laughs> positive, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Today, our first guest has been with us before, and we're so excited to see her again. Miss Tara Mettler has come to us today as a as a, she's down in the south, and uh, Tara is a wealth strategist. Tara, why don't you tell us exactly where you are and what the weather's like, and you're going to have to take yourself a ride to the office. Sure. Uh, thank you very much. I'm in Dallas, Georgia, and the weather currently is in the 40s, so a little cold for me, but at least the snow that we got earlier this week has now melted. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you back, thank and you. we'll we'll read you girls like a book. Terry O'Donnell, you're up next, and Terry, I went through your profile once again, and I'm like, I don't even know where to start with your list of accomplishments and, and, and things that you've done. I mean, I've got like 12 things here, right? But the one thing I want to shout out, because I think, wow, that, yeah, everybody I, I think is, is needs to know about you is that you were a Marine. And a jarhead. <laughs> she was a Marine. And I think that that is so funny. Yeah, long time ago. Such a, such a sweet little face, and I just can't even imagine, like, in all that camo and going out there and, you know, shooting a gun. That just freaks me out to think about that. But you also own Massage Envy. You're involved with the barbershop, um, the uh, developer with Amazing Lash Studios. Now you've got Wave Max. Um, and I'm sure I've forgotten something else, but you've just kind of been all over, like a serial franchiser, right? And franchisee, I think is how we were talking about it in the past. So time out, time out, time out. So um, uh, what was it? The former commandant of the Marines, uh, General uh, Mad Dog Mattis, once said that the Marine is the greatest killing weapon known to mankind. So kind of scary that a franchisee or a franchisor could be the ultimate killing weapon. I just had to get that in there. And, and I love Marines. So go ahead. Well, it's funny you bring that up. (laughs) Just yesterday, I uh, had posted on LinkedIn that I'm an expert with the M16A1. And um, yeah, you know, I just, I guess how it relates to franchising, I don't know why people let things hold them back. Um, You know, when I was young, I said, yep, the right thing to do is serve my country. And I did it with honor and I loved it. And I have some incredible friends still today from that experience. So, and I got to travel. I requested orders to Okinawa, Japan. So that for me was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So anyways, 
It's fun. I do actually believe I have an addiction, and I do believe it's franchising. Uh, I'm getting closer to investing in another brand, and I'm really, really excited about that. <laughs> but, you know, I like to help people, and um, yeah, so it's a thing. Before I got into franchising, I was a banker and a mortgage consultant, and I used to help people buy houses. And so I love to help people that was like, achieve the American dream, let me help you. And now I kind of feel like achieve the American dream own a business, let me help you. So it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> so yeah, when I'm, you know, not holding an M16, pretending I'm about to kill someone. Um, I like to help people. <laughs> See, you lost me there. I was really thinking. That you was know, for you, Fred. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm thinking I can see mortgage mortgage lender with an M16. Yeah. You want to not sign? Okay. But now you kind of took yeah. that away from me. Well, it's awesome. I mean, that, that's funny. It's, it's so interesting. We had a conversation on the phone one day and it was like, what about this? Oh, what about this? And how did you get into that? And how did you get into this? And it was like, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. You have so much energy. Um, and our third guest today is so nice to see you again, Danessa. Um, Ray and I had the privilege of working with Danessa years back. Danessa Ataya works for, uh, works with, uh, she's the president of Property Management Inc. today. And Danessa, where are you and what is it like where you are today? Well, um, so I am uh, based out of Lehigh, Utah, which is about 30 minutes south of Salt Lake City. So um, it's, it's an easy commute. And let me just tell you, we just got dumped on yesterday, um, but all of our ski resorts are thrilled as can be. So uh, we are going to probably be heading out to get some nice powder skiing in uh, later today, but it's uh, it's been gorgeous here. We love we love snow here in Utah. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm team ready on this. <laughs> but now you get to go to the snow. You don't have to live in it all the time, right? Is it kind of like California where you can drive to the snow? You don't have to live in it. So we live in it, but the the mountains always have more. So our snow okay. doesn't usually stick around too much. But we're we're a half an hour from the snow. Yeah. See, I'm totally down with that. That's that's. That's what I like, yeah. Well, and you've had um, a lot of years in um, franchising as well, right? Starting with Molly Made and Service Brands back then. And then you've been involved with Jan Pro and Made Right, and now um, your big job with um, Property Management Inc. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I was the other day, I was telling someone that um, I had been in, that my whole career has pretty much been in franchising. Um, and uh, so 27 years, which means I started when I was five. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've actually truly had the opportunity to learn franchising through each of my roles. And and uh, Molly Maid was probably the biggest teacher of just teaching me all of the different aspects of franchising, mm -hmm. and allowed me to then uh, take my skill sets and and uh, bring them to other brands as well and help them continue to grow. So it's been fun. We've been in, uh, at PMI for about two and a half years here, and uh, it's been, it's been an, an absolute ride. Excellent. Well, what I want to talk about, oh, I'm not the only addict. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great industry. Yay. Yeah. I, think we, I think we all have a bit of a problem <laughs> in one way or another. I mean, yeah. it's, 
you just get, once you start doing something you love, right, it's really hard to stop. And I know we've talked on the show before and I've told Ray, you know, even having my business, I'm like, okay, so I wonder what I could do next. Like, what's the next thing? Like, what would play nicely or what should I do that's totally different? And then we do the show and I'm like, oh, you know what I think I'd like to do? <laughs> and, and it's, it's I can great. help you with that. Yeah, that would be great, right? Hey, so, stop that. I already got dibs on that. <laughs> so it's a, it's a ton of fun. And what I want to talk about today, you know, originally when we um, set the show up, we talked a little bit about COVID and how things have really changed with COVID. And um, most people are just done with talking about COVID. And I had the pleasure of interviewing um, a gentleman the other day from Sandler training in LA. And he said, you know, Kristen, the funny thing is COVID really destroyed my business initially. And a few weeks later, once we got all of our programs up and online, my business is now 400% up from what it was. And we've expanded not only back to L.A. where we were, but beyond the borders of L.A. And now I don't think I ever want to go back to in-person training because this is really, now I am limitless, right? So before he used to do business in this, we'll call it a small urban area and now he has no restrictions and so I'm curious for each of you and we'll kind of start with you Tara has has COVID made you change the way you do business and kind of um, poise you a bit differently for the future oh absolutely in my industry it was also a very in-person type of industry you know meeting with clients in individually and things like that and so now now it's changed very differently. Now everything from networking all the way down to meeting with a client, going over their financials with them, things like that, everything is all done virtually. Mm -hmm. And so it opens it up a lot more that way. And I think too, with pretty much companies being decentralized just in general, mm -hmm. you know, that, that helps with everything as well. So even the companies that I deal with have, really stepped up their platforms and things like that in order to make things being done virtually so much easier. Okay, great. And how about you, Terry? I mean, you've got your hand in a couple different places right now. Yeah, you know what? I have been able to probably double the amount of people that I speak with. Uh, the internet has definitely assisted with that. I spoke with a guy in Italy yesterday. Um, the traditional way I used to do business, I would have not done that, you know, so I also have been able to connect with people everywhere. And I you love mean it. like on a, on a um, dial phone or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got the old DSL in the background. Um, no, I mean, it, it was just a great conversation and yeah. So I'm, I'm loving the opportunity to really reach out and connect with a ton of people. Okay. Yep. And did that love it. Excellent. Danessa, you and I briefly spoke about some of the differences, um, excuse me, with PMI. And I would love to hear you share the stories of how that business model has changed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Um, so our, our business model actually focuses on four key areas. One is um, long-term residential property management, commercial property management, uh, HOA management, and then short-term rental. Um, the, 
the residential long-term commercial um, association, we COVID didn't impact it too much. People still needed HOA boards. They still people still paid their dues. They still paid their rent. You know, we found that um, you know generally we saw like a 97% rent collection, uh, and during COVID we saw 95% rent collection. So still very very strong. A lot of support, PPP um, things like that. The stimulus checks helped. Are, helped people be able to pay their rent on time, which was- now, That's surprising, right? Because that's not what you hear in the news, right? <laughs> well, that's exactly, and there were, there were moratoriums put on evictions, things like that. But more often than not, you heard stories of owners who were like, hey, these guys have been great tenants. We're gonna, we're gonna work with you. Uh, you know, if you're a great tenant, we'll figure out a way for you guys to pay your rent. So those guys, um, you know, we were very, very fortunate. We, we switched to more, um, you know, instead of going and doing a showing, uh, uh, we had a lot more virtual showings. Um, we did a lot, lot of um, uh, keyless showings. So they would get a code and they would go and they would tour the property themselves. So bigger adoption rate on programs like that. The other thing we, we saw was um, more, um, more of our businesses participating in some of our video programs. So doing video walkthroughs. So just like you do with an Airbnb or, you know, you go and you look at the property and you click select the dates that I want and you're good to go. And so same thing with, with rentals. And so people were still able to move. They were still able to secure living um, homes and, and places to live. Probably the biggest part of our business, though, that was impacted was the short-term rental. So when you've got states like California that entirely shut you down, um, Florida, who, you know, um, opened up hotels before they allowed Airbnbs to come back, um, you know, states like that where you had these new restrictions, it was really interesting to see. And so one of the things that we did is we worked with our business owners, with our franchisees, and we've got 300 of them across the U.S. And uh, they, we, we helped them uh, convert some of those short-term rentals into long-term rentals. And then what we saw was some interesting, a, a change in the trend on how people are traveling. So 2020 was very much the year of the road trip. And we'll probably continue to see that for another six, eight months. Uh, but people like to be within driving distance of their home uh, with all of the uncertainty. So with that, we found that our, um, our PMI in uh, Grand Teton National Park um, in uh, our businesses down along the, um, uh, down in St. George, um, you know, some of these areas that are not your traditional vacation spots, we're getting one month, two month rentals. So what they saw is that people, instead of, since everybody's working remotely, everybody's pulling remotely, that right. uh, they were now saying, hey, we're going to actually come and we're going to rent for three months. And because we're going to school remotely and, and we, and all we care about is whether or not there's high-speed internet and where's the closest grocery store. Wow. And so it was really fun to see people from moving from New York, moving from California, wanting to come to these, these places. And we'll continue to see those, those trends this year as well. Well, that's interesting because I just had a client email me and say, you know, we, we spent a couple months here and we've just decided we don't want to come back for the next 18 to 24 months. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. And Ray, you got the party bus. I mean, think you could go anywhere in, in the yeah. Pillars bus, right? That's right. 
and it, it's amazing. Uh, RV sales have skyrocketed this past year. Yeah. You can't yeah. buy them. Yeah. I, yeah. I would probably say that you bought your bus at the right time because I'm sure prices, I mean, you probably try to sell it now and make a lot of money off of it, but mm-hmm. then you got to buy another one and then yeah. there you go. Yeah. You don't really make out ahead. But, but you um, know, you, you, you didn't ask me about, uh, we tried the, doing a virtual clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just didn't work. I mean, as soon as you tell the client, yeah, stick your hand in the toilet now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, what's, it didn't work. what's up with Ron saying a bunch of curmudgery stuff? What's up with that, Fred? You're telling me that Ron's always saying lots of curmudgery. Is he listening today? I don't know. It I appears he is. It appears oh, he is. Is he complaining we're not wearing our hats today because... This is a much more fashionable hat in the time of snow. (laughs) Ron Ron lives in California, and he's an engineer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, me, I'm a well-known curmudgeon. What can I say? So you got (laughs) to expect that. Well, we love you, Ron, but today's not your day. It's Women's Day, Ron. So let's get back to talking about... um, what we're going to do, what do you see? We'll start back with you, Vanessa, and go the other way now. So what do you think is going to happen, say, for 2021 into 2022? You know, you take the, the businesses that you guys do. Do you see um, PMI needing to take those four different categories and spinning any of them off? Do you think any of them are going to get that big that um, you're going to need to do that? I mean, some of these rental things are huge now, right? Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see where, where the brand is headed. Um, one of the things that uh, people really like our, about our business model is the ability to do uh, four different pillars. We call them pillars. So, Ray, uh-huh. in okay. your honor. <laughs> so appropriate. Uh, no, no charge for that. <laughs> so uh we so people like that they like that they don't have to go and buy three four different restaurants um to continue to grow their business that they buy one pmi and they start with whichever pillar they want to focus on first they grow that and then they open their second pillar and third and during all of that we also encourage them to um also some, manage some real estate brokerage as well and so it, all of it really ties together really nicely. So we like having it all together. Um, but yeah, it is like running four different businesses in one business model. So it's uh, it, it allows for lots of opportunity. And, and we see families get involved in this. We also have had um, quite a few businesses who are existing property management companies who say, listen, I, I've grown to the level that I am comfortable with. I want your mm-hmm. systems. I want your processes. I want your ability to get me better rates on all of these other programs that I'm already doing by myself. And so we're seeing a more of an influx of these conversions coming in, uh, which is fantastic. The other is they say, hey, I know residential property management, but I don't know short term and I want to get into it. I see I see that this is, you know, it's the, the, the industry and the, and the booming. And as we look at, you know, it's it's as we look at short term, it's a hundred and eighty billion dollar industry. They want in. It's uh, it, it's been interesting, and even with COVID, you know, you look at it. I know from our 
just from my family's standpoint, when we go on vacation, we're getting an Airbnb because um, I'm not having to stay at a resort with hundreds and thousands of other people. But in Airbnb, we can still go to Bright Canyon or we can go to Zion's and still be on vacation, but it's still ourselves. And it's a cleaned uh, um, property that, you know, that we feel really good about. So it'll be interesting to see how this continues to evolve um, in 2021 and that we may, we will probably see a, a stronger emphasis on people using Airbnbs versus um, the traditional hotel vacation. That's awesome. I'll tell you, it, it just confuses the heck out of me to think that a state would open hotels before Airbnbs. Like, why would you want all these people in one big building instead of people in separate houses and small crowds? It's like that, the math doesn't add up. Yeah. But um, uh, Ron, a, a quick note to Ron that we do love our live listeners and we love getting the chatter out there. Even with bananas on my head, I feel like I need to be doing a dance, like the Chiquita banana lady. Um, but Terry, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa made me think, like, this sounds like a great business for somebody like you who can't, like, get enough of it, right? Like, four different yeah. businesses. Yeah. Roof is like, I, I'm a little overwhelmed. I don't think I could do it all at one time, but I like the idea that your franchisees take one step at a time. And uh, Tara, I mean, some of the people you talk to and they're just looking for ways to invest money. Holy cow. That is, uh, that sounds like an amazing, amazing business model to get involved in. And it doesn't sound like it's particularly inexpensive. It sounds like it's probably a pretty good investment opportunity for somebody. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more. And, and we have we have people all over the board, you know, um, some people come in and they want to try this part part time while they're still working their other job. They've managed some properties in the past. Mm -hmm. And then we have others who say, I'm going to grow my business through acquisitions. And so we have an acquisitions department here who what they do is they partner them up with our, our local franchisee and say, hey, here's 500 doors to buy. Here's 200 doors to buy. Um, so it, it is. It's. Um, it's a it's a business model that works pretty much for whatever whatever your budget is. Excellent, excellent. So, um, Terry, what do you think you're going to do differently in 21, 22? I know you said you've got you've got some plans that you're working on, but how do you think things are going to change for you these upcoming year and a half or so? Well, the first thing I do as soon as our uh, podcast is over is I'm going to check out PMI because I actually <laughs> do work, work with a lot of high net worth people that are looking for kind of that passive income uh, and people that want to invest in real estate. So to me, that's kind of a win-win. I mm -hmm. absolutely can't wait to learn more. <laughs> um, so what I'm excited about is I feel so Back in the old days, we used to do discovery days where people would have to physically fly out to meet the franchisors and things like that. Um, and by the way, I'm wearing my consultant hat right now. Um, the way things have changed with COVID, we've got it down to a science now. We've got beautiful discovery days that can be done in 90 minutes. You know, and you can have multiple participants. Not everyone needs to hop on that airplane or you know, book their hotel reservations. So I think uh, for many people that are excited to get their business started, they're going to be able to do that faster. 
um, this cuts out probably 30 days in the validation process. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. We're going to be able to help more people. Yeah. Tara, what so. about you? What do you see your business doing or how, how are you going to, you know, kind of pivot for the next 20 months or so? Sure. My thoughts are very much in line with Terry's. It really does come to a matter of making educational seminars and things like that available to people on a regular basis. I know that's part of our, our strategy and our plan for this next year or so is to do a lot of live events and, mm -hmm. and hosting things that way in order to make it easy and convenient for people to learn the types of things that we can offer in this industry in order to help them achieve their goals. And, and generate more interest in it that way. So that's definitely something that we're gonna do is step up our marketing efforts. So whether that's through social media, through YouTube, through our live events, we're really gonna take advantage of what we can do on those types of platforms. Excellent. I'd like to take um, a quick break now. Um, and as we take a um, listen to a word from our sponsor, when we come back, I'd like each of you to kind of think about um, what, you, what type of advice you might give to women out there who are thinking about going into franchising in the next, say, three to six months? What kind of advice would you give them, um, not only based on your personal experience, but from the perspective that you're coming from today and what you've learned over the last, you know, 18 months or so? Okay. <laughs> Ray, what did that applause segment mean? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me, Fred. What does it mean? Now, in the olden radio days when we just had audio and someone would say the magic word, they would get applause. Yes. I haven't heard that in a while. Ex well. Work-life balance or something, right? Yeah. No. There, what was the magic word, Ray? Marketing. Yay! We love that when people say marketing. Oh. All right. Now on to a commercial. First, a reminder, you can chat at PillarsOfFranchising.com, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, a whole buttload of other places. Uh, you can dial in at 323-580-5755. That's 323-580-5755. And our wonderful Heidi, the technical producer, will put you in the green room and talk to you. Now a word from our sponsors. Hey, franchise owners, how's your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new movements to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence will get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westbine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westbine with a Y. Gotta love marketing. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> hey, Fred. What's happening? 
The world <laughs> is our oyster. The world is on my shoulders. Before we go too far, I got a text message from our buddy, uh, Ray and Danessa. You probably remember Jim Hendert out in Colorado. Hi, Jim. I'm here to say hello to you. Yeah. He's not Hi, Jim. calling in or you know, writing into the show, but I got a message saying, hey, I see you. Hey, you guys. So that was nice. We're glad he's watching the show today. So, all right, ladies, we want to start with you, Tara, and we'll go back and forth across the board. Tell us, what kind of advice do you have for ladies today who are thinking about starting their own franchise? Well, it's definitely something that is an investment in yourself and an investment in your future. And it's something that can really take you, take you and your goals to the next level. So it's a, a wonderful thing to be able to say that you have in your portfolio, to have uh, that kind of experience. And then also it gives you that opportunity to be a mentor and to help support other women who are looking to advance in those kinds of goals too. So it's, it's just really a wonderful thing to help in many, many ways. Thank you. Terry, what kind of words of advice do you have for us girls out there looking to break free of the corporate world? Oh, you're on my mute, babe. I completely agree with Tara. It's about investing in yourself, having confidence in yourself. Um, you know, I think a lot of women should um, – Take the opportunity to fire their employer. Um, however, before you do that, you want to make sure that you have 12 months of living expenses, uh, personal living expenses saved. Um, I do think one of the challenges, one of the number one reasons uh, businesses fail is they're undercapitalized. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, really starting with a phone call and starting to explore your options. Um, I think a lot of people are tied uh, to the corporate world with those golden handcuffs. And unfortunately, the corporate world has let a lot of people down these days. Um, so I, I think it starts with a conversation, inquiring and kind of documenting what your goals are. Uh, for me, franchising, I had young kids and I had the work-life balance and the freedom and flexibility to enjoy the uh, banking world that I was in um, and franchising allows you to leverage your skills through others while you keep your day job and then you can kind of slowly work your way out of your day job and just um, you know again work with others and mentor them so a lot of opportunity I'm really excited yeah I think and I want to help people I think that's actually a really good point because um I think we ha you've both hit on something that's really important, and I think that you know really evaluating what it is that you need as an individual, what your family needs, um, has to be a consideration. Um, you, you touched on a really important point, and that is you know not giving up those golden handcuffs first. You know we're in a situation right now where we have a mentee that we're taking through our program, and um, that individual has found that some banks are turning him away because he's no longer truly employed. And so there's the banks are mm -hmm. saying, well, really, you don't have a job. So how do we know you're going to pay, 
pay us back. And he's like, well, I've got my pro forma right. and I've got money in the bank and I have my house to secure it. And they're like, yeah, but you don't have a job. Well, I quit my job to do this business. Well, that's not a job. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, now here we go. You know, now we've got to find some creative financing to help them out because people don't think about those things. And so it's really, really important that you're strategic before you make that jump. And not all mm-hmm. franchises are created equal. Mm-hmm. So, Janessa, what do you have to tell our listeners today? So, um, I would tell any woman, do it. You, you, you got to do it. Um, we need more women in franchising. It's, it's an amazing industry. And some people say, you know, is, is franchising an industry? I fully feel, I mean, this is where my career has developed. Some of my very best friends are in franchising. People like Ray and like Kristen. I mean, these are people who I worked with several years ago, and yet we still stay in touch. I, I think that um, as hard as it is, and whether you're a woman or whether you're a man, um, taking that leap of faith is the hardest thing you're going to do. But knowing that you are in the in the minority of people who are courageous enough to do that, you got to do it. And and the reason why you do it, and absolutely, you got to make sure you're financially sound. And you, whether you're using SBA funding or anything like that, please make sure you do that. But but what you're doing is you. This is how you're going to build wealth for yourself and for your family, and and to give you the lifestyle that you ultimately want. You want the ability to be able to attend your children's events. You want the ability to pass down a legacy to your children. You got to do it. And, and, you know, any franchisee that I talk to that is loving their business is involved. And we ask them if they could do it all over again, what would they do differently? And every time the answer is, I wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to do it. Yep. Yep. And Ray, your advice or your question that you always ask people is what, do you want to work? Uh, do you want to work in the business or on the business? Yeah. Uh, you know, that that phrase made a difference in my life, I know. But, you know, we also talk uh, a lot on the show about having enough uh, funds available to you. And uh, we always advise people, whatever, whatever people say you need, probably double that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, because nobody wants to spend, you're probably going to spend more on a franchise than you do on your home. So, you, you know, if you're going to spend that much, you don't want to lose it all just because you needed a couple more dollars to get past a pandemic <laughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, a downturn in the economy. And it's all, it's, all it's going to take is a few dollars more to keep it going. Um, I, I know, uh, our franchise, you know, Kristen's and mine's is proof of that. You know, we got through all of this and it's, it's because we had the wherewithal to continue and not say, Oh no, the sky's falling. <laughs> well, I might've said that. That or I said, that or I said it in 2009. I think I've said it twice now. Oh my God. But we made it. Right. And so that's the important part. And, I think the great thing about um, being a woman in franchising is that not only do you have when you go and you make the decision or you start looking around, not only do you have a system behind you and you really have some great people. I mean, there are so many great people in franchising, Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. you have a lot of great 
resources for funding, you know, and you have some specific areas that you can go for females in franchising. And, you know, a, a lot of money is available specifically to women. And I would tell you when you get ready to set up your, your businesses, if, you know, in our case, you know, my husband and I went in 50-50 on the business and I keep saying, okay, you're not really involved in the business. It's time that we're no longer 50-50 because A, we're really not. And, and B, I could get more money through the WSBA and through other channels if I'm a female-owned business. And, and I'm the one who does everything for it. So we have to restructure our business now so that that's the case. But a lot of women out there, if you don't think about it ahead of time, make sure you set it up that way in the beginning. Like Terry, so you're you're um, a veteran, right? I mean, you've got funding there that you can tap mm-hmm. into. And I think a lot for a lot of females, I think that we kind of run the gamut, right? You have um, some women who are very confident in themselves and they just go out and they take charge and, and they can be very successful. And then I think we, there's a lot of women out there for whatever reason who really don't have confidence in themselves. And it's time to stop, take a look in the mirror and really believe in yourself and say, hey, listen, if, if there's a system, if there's a time you're going to get out of the rat race and do something big, franchising is the thing. Yeah. And the time is now, right? This is the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Terry yeah. here is a great, great one to talk to. She's the money gal. <laughs> it's a great path for, for people to make a change. And the beauty is it's a great community. When you're in franchising, uh, you're surrounded with like-minded people and very giving, generous people, which is what I love. If you have a challenge, you can kind of grow, go out to your community and say, here's my issue. How would you, you know, solve this problem? Mm-hmm. And I do find that other franchise owners are incredibly giving. And I, a rising tide lifts all ships. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's about helping each other. And uh, so I, Again, for me, I belong to a community of veterans, and that's an incredibly supportive, inspiring community, and I feel the same in franchising. Yeah. So it's great to be a part of it. I love it. That's excellent. That's excellent. I think it's important for us to look at, we're not, some, some, somebody said to me very early on um, when we were doing this, they said, you know, be careful because you don't want to buy yourself a job. Right. And it's easy if you're not savvy and you're not careful with your money and you don't make the right decisions to buy yourself a job. You're investing in your future. Right. You're not buying a job. But if you're not careful, you can buy yourself a job. We could have done this. Right. Right. And we could be making exactly what I made when I left my 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 corporate career after 15 years. But I didn't want to do that. You know, I wanted to invest money strategically and make sure that when I'm done having fun, when I finally decide what I want to be when I grow up, right, (laughs) I can say to my kids, okay, who wants it? Or I can sell it off, right? Whatever I decide to do, who knows what that will be or when, Uh, whenever I find that beautiful beach house, then we'll worry about it, right? So, you know, Terry, what are you going to do? You know, when you're all done having fun, when you finally figure out what you want to do when you grow up, you're going to, I mean, you've got your hands in so many different places right now. Are your kids interested in what you're doing? 
Yeah, well, my um, my middle son is getting his uh, MBA in marketing, so hopefully okay. at some point uh, he'll pivot into what I'm doing a little bit. Marketing is probably the one area that I don't love. Uh, interestingly enough, my uh, one of my business partners in consulting, he is actually a classically trained marketer, so it was a um, a great uh, combination for him and I to partner up. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I got to be honest with you. My husband's retired and has been for probably seven or eight years. And I just, I love it too much. I love, mm-hmm. um, I love building things and creating things and learning about new things. When I became a franchise consultant, I was like a, a kid in a candy shop. Uh, so many great opportunities. And since my, uh, you know, former banking days, um, I like to analyze FDDs. I know it's like <laughs> embarrassing. Um, but Nobody likes yeah, to do that. There's, there's nothing better than a Saturday morning sitting down with a steaming hot cup of coffee and a 151-page FDD. All right, has, all right, all right, all right. That's a sickness. All right. So I now know, I now know I need to get another sound effect. I've never needed it before, but I now know I need to get snoring sounds, sound effects. My God, in three years of, of on the show, I have never needed to play that. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's, it's a thing, but you know, and and interestingly enough, when we would go out to eat as a family or whatever it is, uh, my kids could see the wheels turning. And so I kind of, I'm pretty sure I'm raising, uh, or I've raised a bunch of entre- entrepreneurs. We would sit and I'd say to my youngest, what do you think the average ticket is here, honey? You know, <laughs> we're at noodles or whatever. <laughs> He's like, well, I think they just paid. So their wheels are mm-hmm. always turning. Um, yeah. So it's fun. But that's fun. awesome. I'm so glad that I'm not the only sick individual in the group. <laughs> I, I do that in retail stores. Like, oh my God, they should have faced that product. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with them? All the stuff is in the overhead. You know, you can't sell it from up there. Yeah. <laughs> my kid's like, mom, yeah. chill out. What's the matter? Don't be a Karen, mom. Stop being a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and one of you, right. I, Tara, I think it was you, you referenced um, you, you, that um, the ultra wealthy use their money in similar to chess, while other people are like checkers, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said to my daughter, who's about to start driving after Saturday, she gets her license, and I said, you know, Johanna, when you drive down the road, you just look at the cars and pretend like you're playing chess. And she goes, Mom, you don't even know how to play chess. I said, yeah, I know, but I just watch the cars and I pretend like I think I know what move they're going to make next. And I yeah. strategically pretend where I'm going to go. And she goes, that is so not right. <laughs> it applies <laughs> in so many ways, right? It, well, I mean, at least in my mind that doesn't know how to play chess, it does. But uh, so when I read your thing, checkers to chess, I thought, oh my gosh, that's so like my driving. But I don't have any tickets. I don't have any accidents. So however I think of it, it must work, but not for her. So, well, ladies, I'm so thankful to have you all on the show. And I hope you had a great time. Ray, do you have any more really tough questions before they have to go with Fred down the you-know-what? Oh, I have no tough questions. But, uh, 
even even I am interested in uh, PMI. So uh, uh, Vanessa, maybe you and I can get together after the show or something and talk a little bit for a glass of wine. Yes, you're married again, Ray. you know her <laughs> it is national drink a glass of wine day i was told by friends although i haven't seen it posted anywhere so they might have done that just to set me up <laughs> i thought every day was national drink a glass of wine day <laughs> well i'm pretty sure it is so i brought my glass just in case <laughs> uh, uh, just remember it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> it is you're right tara it's five o'clock for you almost six i wasn't breaking any rules Freddie, you better take them down the rabbit hole pretty quick. No, here. first we have to go to a commercial, and then we come back from the rabbit hole. Oh, we have to pay the bills. All right, let's pay the bills. You know, all that crap you've just been talking about, paying the bills and financially <laughs> responsible and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, Tara's the one who would have to teach me to be responsible with that. Blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> we'll go pay the bills here. And then we'll go down there as a bi-monthly digital magazine that empowers women as they navigate the franchising industry by providing relevant news, tools, advice, and inspiration. We are a resource for women who are seeking to own their own businesses, improve their existing businesses, find creative solutions, and take advantage of franchise opportunities. We feature women in the business who best exemplify our ideals and have something to teach our readers. In addition to our exclusive articles relating to the female entrepreneur, we also feature brands that are geared for women. Women have become the fastest growing sector in business ownership and have become a powerful, influenceable force fueling the economy. The Franchise Women will give you the news that is relevant to you to help you navigate the path of successful franchise ownership. By women, for women, and about women, we are the Franchise Women. Join us today at www.thefranchisewoman.com. Ah. Yay! A whole new screen built for today. Mm. How do you feel, folks, watching the infinity of space? My anyway, feels really full. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I actually, as I created this field uh, the other day, I just sat here um, listening or watching it, and I was on a Zoom call, I think, so it was really interesting. Anyways. If anybody's been following the news, at least the little bit of news that I've followed, the uh, newspaper, the U.S. Sun, recently published that the DOD and Pentagon, Department of Defense and Pentagon, had uh, acknowledged that they had collected and have, and have been testing alien technology. Ooh. So, as this relates to franchising, the assumption is that some of the technology has been slowly being leaked out into the mainstream economy. So, the question is this. What technology that you're, in your industry do you suspect is really alien technology? <laughs> And so because it is Women in Franchising Day today, and, and I am a male, so therefore I get to ask questions. We're going to ask, make Kristen, who normally would not have to be, would normally not have to answer. But, yeah, what the heck. I produced this show, so, you know, it's all good. So go ahead, Kristen. You can answer first and then call on our wonderful guest. Well, I, I 
think that perhaps some of our cleaning ladies, because they're wearing masks, may actually be disguised aliens cleaning houses. <laughs> That's what I think. I think they might be the ones that aren't so good at driving. <laughs> um, sure. But wait, I, wait. But I do, I do think they're good cleaners because they went through the training. Um, they're probably the ones that wear dark sunglasses, masks, the shield, right? So you can't really tell it's them. They might wear a hat. So let me point out what really big shoes. Let me point out the paradox of that. So what you're saying is they traveled across trillions of miles of space safely, but they can't drive in Chicago traffic. Correct. But they can clean toilets. You know why they clean toilets? Because they don't have them in outer space. Oh. And so that is like really cool for them. They don't understand how it is you flush a toilet, the water goes down. Right, the whole gravitational pull doesn't make any sense to them. Okay, I'll I'll let you slide on that. Why don't you pull our guests now? <laughs> I can't believe I pulled that one out. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. All right, I Karen, know. I gotta go with you because I I mean I was I Fred, that wasn't even fair. You threw that at me. I know. I uh. follow up after that. I don't even know what to. <laughs> Say, oh my word! I, I, I'm trying to think of something here with like cloaking devices, and <laughs> that's a good one too. Tax oh, shelters? I don't know. No. <laughs> Ooh, cloaking devices for tax shelters. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you time out. Time out. That that rates okay. uh, that rates some. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I like this. I, I, you know, that's well thought out for off the cuff. Go ahead. Who's next? <laughs> All right, Terry. Sorry, I forgot I was, I was in charge of that. <laughs> so I have zero creativity. <laughs> oh, come on I now. Why I invest in franchises. I got nothing. <laughs> I did not, I was not prepared for going down that rabbit hole question. Just Okay, let's talk about what if my emoji would be my head exploding. Right? <laughs> okay, let's think, about, and let's think about one of your past places like Massage Envy and Aliens. Yeah. Ooh, we could get right in <laughs> such trouble here. And that's no, uh, your I, turn. <laughs> you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, I'm dying for massage, and if they have strong hands, I'm down. Oh, boy, yeah, Danessa, jump in there quick. Otherwise, Fred will be saying something to get some trouble. Save me. I feel like I have the most time to think about this now, and I should come up with something clever. Um, So I'm going to say as it relates to alien technology, um, I focus a lot of my time on marketing and helping our franchising market. And I would say if there's anything that we don't understand really well, it is Google. So I feel like Google technology is probably part alien. Yep. Mm, yeah. And that's why you can never get them on the phone. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Same for eBay. They, they don't answer the phone either. They're always really busy. Well, thanks for playing in 
down the rabbit hole. Ray, do you want to take us to our last question of the day? Of course. And uh, I, I think we already have Tara's and Terry's information on the webpage, and so if they need to get a hold of you, but the NASA, your information will be on. It is. And uh, so, but go ahead and tell us how does someone get a hold of your, hold of you or a representative if they're interested in a PMI? Perfect. Um, so there are two ways. One is they can go to Property Management Inc. Franchise.com. And uh, on there is a Calendly link that you can go in and you can just go ahead and schedule some time with one of our team members. Um, if you want to learn more about Property Management Inc. as it relates to property management, you can go to propertymanagementinc.com. We tried to find the longest URLs we could, and that's what we came up with. <laughs> Pillarsoffranchising.com ain't short. <laughs> Oh, ladies, it was so nice to have you on the show. I hope you guys have a wonderful week in May 2021. Cast a shadow on this past year, and may everything be bright and sunny from here on up for all of you. Same with you. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Thank you for having us. We'll be back next week with another quirky, weird episode of... Great. Thank you. Oh my Thank gosh. you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much.